just like that, we're back at it again. Episode 15 of T-Bosh and the fellas talking life and sports. Kind of crazy to believe we've kept this thing going for this long. The only thing better than being able to get together and do this podcast with my brothers from possibly loose mothers is if we were all sitting at a bar with a beer in our hands yelling nonsense at a TV and each other. It's a real privilege to have gotten some of my closest friends on board to publicly shame themselves on a regular basis. All right, enough of the mushy stuff, gentlemen. How about we introduce some of these shameful human beings? Welcome to the show, the only guy worthy of having a nickname where he's simply removed one letter from his actual name. Chris Perez, a.k.a. Perez. What's up? I, I'm not the one that removed it, and I'm super happy they didn't remove the second E as opposed to the first, because I did not want to be called Perz. Um, <laughs> so, uh, representing from Charlotte, beautiful weather, beautiful day. Yeah, uh, that's All right, up next, we've got the Hurricane Drifter, who probably found himself a nice bubbly tub to sit in somewhere along the way in his run from Hurricane Irma, Dustin Miner, a.k.a. Hot Tub. Shout out from Hot Tub down here in West Palm Beach. Everybody around town is cleaning up the mess. But I would like to make sure everybody, make sure you clean your hot tub. Make sure you make sure you put a lot of chlorine in them. Boy needs a, needs a soak. Uh, and this guy right here, where you been all my life, man? Nothing puts more pep in my step than a redhead, y'all. Welcome back to the ginger sensation, Johnny Tabersi. What up, what up? It's been a while. Sorry I missed a couple of shows. Uh, back up here in good old New York, where the weather is weather. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that. But uh, I'd like to give a shout-out to a city. Yeah, bring you it go, back old uh, school, man. Biloxi, Mississippi, because I like the way it rolls off my tongue. <laughs> 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 I'm Thomas Bosch, host and creator of T-Bosch and the fellas talking life and sports. Let's get to it. We're just some dudes talking nonsense about sports, and honestly, we appreciate anyone that can actually tolerate us. We're throwing the listeners a little curveball today. Normally, I'd be running the show in all of its mediocrity, but today, it's a fellas takeover. I made the fellas do a little legwork on this one. They've chosen all the topics today. Each fella gets to bring one hot take to episode 15, but let's not get it twisted. I've still got you covered in everyone's favorite game pick one, and I'm not sure that my friends can reach down to this real jacked up dart depths that I had to go to to come up with these pick one questions, and I'm not sure I would really ask them to do that. And with that said, let's knock out a little life before we put the fellas on the spot. We're plugging some stuff real quick. T-Bosh and the fellas talking life and sports. We have an official Facebook page thanks to Mr. Hot Tub Dustin Miner. You can check it out at T-Bosh and the fellas. That's the tag right there. You can also listen in on iTunes and SoundCloud. And we got a little special treat coming for you on the Facebook page here. Hopefully next week, that's if the fellas can get their stuff together. We're going to do a few little videos kind of introducing all of the fellas. So hopefully they can get their shit together and we can put that put that together. And we're moving on to Johnny's G-Men because we haven't talked to him in a while. And Johnny had a lot of hope about his Giants coming into this season. Talking a whole lot of junk to the fellas in Panthers Nation. But, um... What do you think? Uh, what, what you think's going on here, guys? With with the G Men, I'd like to uh, take a few shots at Johnny real quick since it's been a while. Perez, Perez, I know you got all these um, the jokes about the head coach. So why don't you uh, throw one out? The, why don't you throw one out there for me real quick? Well, I would love to, but the guy switched up his game, dude. He's flicking back his hair. He's grown a little goatee. Apparently, he doesn't want to look like this guy in the minivan anymore that doesn't have any windows. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> like, where are the windows on the minivan, bro? Johnny, like, Owen, what are you doing? Owen, two, man. That's the start. That's the start you're, you're dealing with right now. How you feel? Oh, how the mighty have fallen. <laughs> yeah, well, hey, top like, ten in offense, top ten in defense. Currently, like twenty third in the power rankings. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, hey, here's the thing, man. The best the silver lining is uh, we're only one game out of first place. Our whole division's one and one, so that's the only way. Everybody's one right game now. out of first place, Johnny. That's it's it. Two so games. That means the season's not over, there, gentlemen. <laughs> but uh, we do gotta get our shit together. If we don't win this week, I think it's gonna be uh, pretty tough to. Uh, Come back. So uh, we do have the Eagles this week, division rival. I'm not. And, uh, I'm not gonna lie. I feel a little bad for Eli. He was running for his life the other night. It was kind of hard to watch. Yeah, and I will tell oh. you that McAdoo throwing Eli under the bus did not make sense whatsoever. I mean. There was five key dropped passes that were huge. One in uh, third down where they would have been in field goal range if Marshall didn't drop that one, and uh, then they wouldn't have punted it, which was obviously resulted in a touchdown. Evan Ingram dropped one right in the end zone. Yep. Beckham dropped a couple. Before, you know, they're not getting to the first yard line marker on third down. Yeah. Uh, so so I mean, what you're saying? Just, what you're telling me is they're bad. I'm telling, well, you that, hey. I'm telling you that for uh, you know, it, it, it makes sense to blame Eli because he can take the heat, but it is definitely not Eli and the reason why they're losing these games. It's their offensive line and their wide receivers just not being on the same page. But well, Eli is doing the best that he can. I don't care who you have back there with that old line. Nobody's doing. You're going to be able to fucking play well. I would like to touch. I would like to touch on that a little bit. Um, just two things real quick. Oh, I would too. <laughs> ben. Ben McAdoo was brought in as head coach because of his relationship with Eli Manning. So I didn't really think it was a big deal that, that McAdoo actually, you know, made his comment about Eli because I know that he knows that Eli can handle it. And Eli right. handled it. Like, it's not going to offend Eli to hear feedback like that. It was possible for the best play. He had Tom Coughlin as a head coach. Of course he can take criticism. <laughs> yeah, well, no, I mean, Coughlin I think, never threw him under the bus to the media. That's the big thing. And that was no, the big I mean, difference. But Ben McAdoo and him have that relationship, and that's why Eli was even quoted as saying this week that Ben knows that I can take it. Um, right. So I don't think that's a big deal. What I do think is a big deal is when you're down by almost three touchdowns and Odell Beckham catches a 10-yard pass for a first down and starts going crazy to the other sideline talking about, that's right, that's right. Are you serious, man? Like, that's not the superstar that I would want on my team. And I'm not just talking trash because I don't like the Giants, but get your shit together. No, no, you texted me right after that play. Uh, And you know what, man? Here's the thing. Knowing Odell a little bit and talking with him and, you know, actually meeting him. No, what I'm saying is, like, I see a different side of him outside, you know, when I'm at the opportunity to talk with him and bullshit with him. Um, I think that he does that more to hype up himself to play better, but I do think it was ridiculous. You're absolutely right. It was it, it annoyed me. I'm not even, I'm, it wasn't shit. I was, thinking, I was thinking if I was a New York Giants fan, how much that would bug the shit out of me because I'm sorry if my team's down by, like, two touchdowns in the fourth quarter – you catch a pass and you showboat about it, or you get a sack and you showboat about it, that shows me that you haven't been there before. Yeah. yeah. No, he's just, he hasn't been. <laughs> he's extra special, man. He's extra special. What did you want to say, Dustin? Apparently nothing. Dustin, <laughs> are you there, Dustin? I, this is the first time in Dustin's life that he's actually been silent. So <laughs> we're just going to go with it and uh, just keep it rolling, Tombo. We don't – you know, we're good. <laughs> you know – you know, uh, um, you know, sorry guys, I had a train go by. Um, anyway, I, what I was just saying, I, I just love it when whatever I say just turns out as tuition. The Giants are going to have a very long season. No matter how many weapons you have, you have no time to protect Eli. You're not going to be able to throw it to any of these toys that you got. And these running backs 
You can't run out the clock because these running backs can't even pass block. They can barely catch. There's no running game. There's no offensive line. You don't have a pass rush. And all these, all this money that you spent on this secondary has not come fruition. And these high draft picks on these corners. You know what? You guys better hope you don't get showed up by Carson Wentz this weekend. Hey, I because I absolutely disagree. We have an unbelievable secondary. John well, they, I, I think you do on paper, but they have not gelled. They're obviously have not gelled together. They're all new because they've all been acquired this year. So I just don't. I think it's just a matter of them getting it together. But still, with no pass rush, with no offensive line. With no running game, how are you going to win in that division when you play against the Cowboys, when you play against the Eagles that look on the uprise? I just don't see it for you, Johnny. Well, count. hey, I just want to I want to say that whatever train was going by when Dustin was not available is a lot shorter than the train of thought text that he puts on our <laughs> um, group text every single day. I just need to add that in there. Oh, well, we're still talking shit. I'd like to uh, mention that I whooped Johnny in fantasy football this past weekend. So, by seven points. Yeah, well, you know what? A, win, a W is a W, just like the Panthers <laughs> win by three points, baby. All right, hey, hey, hey all right, all right. Pete took home the win, too. Yeah, all right, yeah, we're, we're all on the board. you got to win week one, right, Johnny? Yeah, I did. All right, all right, we're all on the board. Quality, quality. All right, we're moving on. Dustin had to run from Hurricane Irma. He took a little sojourn to Charlotte, North Carolina, which is where we're all from. And yeah. uh, uh, tell me, tell, well, first off, okay, so Dustin, early in the day, before the drinks are flowing, and, uh, you know, Dustin's feeling all all, uh, all feisty, uh, uh, you know, he says that he's going to get Facebook Live with Perez over here because they're going out and drinking, right? Well, meth, 2.33 o'clock in the morning rolls around. And Dustin appears Facebook live on the team watching the fellas page. But Dustin is like hammer drunk. And Perez is nowhere to be found. So I, I would honestly like y'all to explain this situation to me. By the way, I had to take it. I took it off the page because you were just drunk and rambling about absolutely nothing. Like it, awesome. it, It's the only thing that I have ever removed from the page just because it just didn't make any sense. Like I watched it twice with Victoria and we're like – what point is he? Tra- <laughs> All right, never mind. It was, to- it was it was totally with a warned that it was going to be something ridiculous. No, I, yeah, and it was quite ridiculous. So explain the situation. Where where were y'all that night? Uh, well, I went to go visit P. Rez because P. Rez says he's in the, uh, he's playing for a poker league, and so I go to this bar, and P. Rez is just stacking chips against all these old people at a poker table. All right, and I'm just going over there. And I'm like, what's up? And eventually he wins. And so since he wins, we start to get to celebrating. Then we start to Uber to a little bar in Pineville. And that's <laughs> Pineville. when uh, it got a little blurry. Because when you go to a bar in Pineville, it, the only way to have fun is to get pretty much drunk. Yeah, the only thing good in Pineville, the only thing Pineville, North Carolina is good for is DUIs. <laughs> Absolutely agree. Oh, God. And so we had to get a ride home to my sister's house. House, but our ride was a little sketchy, so we had it and had them drop them off at the mouth of the of the uh, neighborhood, and we uh, kind of figured out the maze home to my sister's house because it was the first time I've ever been there. <laughs> it was uh, it was definitely an adventure. And, so, and then you got back, and P. Rush just passed out. 
Not immediately, but dude, I'm I'm used to getting up at five thirty in the morning. Come on, I, hey, yeah. I, I hear you, early riser. I hear you. Early I'm an early riser. riser. Yeah, yeah, I'm on that train. So <laughs> I don't. I just had to visit that real quick because it made me laugh watching the video, but it was so nonsensical that I, you know, I apologize, Dustin. I, I wasn't really trying. It was just. It was just no no hard feelings, honestly. It's <laughs> uh, probably better this way. Yeah, it probably. He, he does not remember. It's probably. And better for your you know future what? job that's prospects. A shout out. That's why they call it Facebook Live. It only happens one time sometimes, people. And if you're just not there for it live, it just never happens. That's right. That's right. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, you can check out uh, this side-by-side picture that we have on the T-Bosch and the Fellas Facebook page. It is of our fella here, Mr. Chris Perez, a.k.a. Perez, when he was rocking the, the like, serious, serious mustache just a straight stash right i've never been happier in my life (laughs) (laughs) i remember when i rocked a stash in college for a little while and i was pretty happy in those days i would never i I never have before and i haven't since but i can't remember a more fonder time in my days than when i had the stash well all right for the next reunion we all need to show up with stashes well we did we did stashes for uh We did stashes for Matt Morris's bachelor party. <laughs> we yeah, all yes, shaved I stash. think that needs to happen. Yeah, again that was some that, level. that was pretty cool. Anyways, so uh, there's a side by side picture of Perez with a stash and Aaron Rodgers when he was rocking the serious stash, and it is amazing the striking resemblance between the two of you. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, so my question among the fellows is who wore it better? You know, I, Johnny, have you seen this picture? I have, and I do. I believe that I uh, hung out with Perez when he had the stash. How many? How long ago was it? Uh, it's been a couple of years now, man. Yeah, it's I, been uh, like two or three years, I, dude. It's so nice yeah. to always have something to rub, like you know, just <laughs> with the two, the, your thumb and your pointer finger, just sitting there like constantly pondering stuff. Yeah, dude, uh, makes dude, you look I do smart. It with my beard, trust me, I know. Yeah, I'm, Johnny I'm, is I'm constantly stroking his face. <laughs> oh, dude, it, there's nothing better. Uh, <laughs> yep, you don't get it until you got it. And you, you like, now I understand. So, you, so who, Johnny, who do you think wore oh, it better? Perez. Perez. All right, what about you, uh, Dustin? Dude. I'm just wondering how Perez is dealing with getting mistaken for Aaron Rodgers every week and people being mad on the, about their fantasy teams. <laughs> oh, dude. It, it's, you know, more people ask me about The Bachelor. You know, it's so weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, what, they ask you, so how was how was it like on Jeopardy? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, what's it like to be this guy's brother? I'm like, I want a Super Bowl. Right, right. Seriously. <laughs> well, you know, we want we would be we would be interested in having some of the listeners chime in on this. So go to our Facebook page, T Bosch and the Fellas Talking Life and Sports at T Bosch and the Fellas. If you if, if you think Aaron Rodgers wore it better, like the picture. If you think Perez wore it better, comment in the comment section. We're curious. Come on, people. Come on. We want to <laughs> see who wore it better. All right. And listen, you know, we had Burns written into this show, but Burns had to work tonight. So he's out and hopefully we can get him on the next episode. And we were going to have a full-blown fellas takeover. But so right now, it's that time. The fellas are about to choose their hot takes that they're going to have for this episode. And we're going to let Dustin lead it off today. And I'm just going to kind of pass the mic to old D over here. And he's going to give us question and we'll give our responses. Dustin. All right, fellas. So Jonathan Stewart this year is only 208 yards behind D'Angelo Williams to become the all-time leading rusher for the Carolina Panthers. My question for you guys is who's the best Carolina Panther running back of all time in our history, 
And do you think Christian McCaffrey has a chance to become our best running back ever? All right, Perez, what do you, what do you think about this? For me, guys, I, I knew my answer right when I saw this question. And I'm glad Dustin sent us the info on the, the rushing rank from Carolina Panthers. I'm going Steven Davis, hands down. Yep. I think he was by far the best rusher we've ever seen. And the stats kind of prove it. Yep. He was, he was with us for two years. Three. Um, three. D'Angelo Williams and Jonathan Stewart have both been with us for nine. Yep. So he 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 pretty much played in about a, like almost a little over a quarter of the games they played, and he only has a third less yards and not even a third less hundred yard games, and he has almost half of as many touchdowns. Right. Exactly. So, yeah. <laughs> He's got twenty touchdowns. They've got forty six and forty five. So I, listen, I don't real quick. I don't disagree with you, but. It was also a different time and a different way that they were like Stephen Davis was the workhorse of the 2003 Carolina Panthers. Now you have to hey hey, but don't forget he was splitting carries with Deshaun Foster for a lot of that second year. So he put up these numbers split it like in a dual backfield with Deshaun Foster, and the dude was a monster. I actually personally met Stephen Davis and Deshaun Foster out one night. We got to talking about lifting weights. What these guys worked out with boggled my mind. He ran like a monster, and uh, I'd love to have a running back like him again. Did you just name drop us? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I left off. I was hanging out with Stephen Davis. All right, well, you know, all right. Talking weight. Why don't we get Hey, a- <laughs> hey John, Tabersi did it before, dude. No, oh, yeah. Every chance Tabersi gets to drop the Odell the Odell reference, he'll do it in a second. And speaking of I've that. Also, hey, I've also taken shots with Pep, so. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Bartending life in Charlotte. All right. Listen, Johnny, we're going to get your non Panthers bias perspective. Who do you think is the best Panthers running back of all time? All right. So, a quick story. When I first moved to Charlotte, I was working at Rock Bottom, and I get off a of work <laughs> lunch shift, and I get a little tweaked up, get a little drunk. <laughs> all of a sudden, I turn around, and Thomas Davis, uh, John Beeson, yep. John Beeson, they all walk into Rock Bottom. So I go up to Jonathan Stewart and I tell him, I drafted you on my fantasy team. You better step it up this year because you didn't do shit the year before. <laughs> I was and there. I goes, swear to God he said this. Unbelievable. I have been following Jonathan Stewart basically since uh, he got on the team. Obviously, I'm not from Charlotte, but uh, I, think, uh, I think Jonathan Stewart, if he continues to do what he's doing um, – do you think he'll be, you know, I don't know if he'll be on the team after what? Is this his last year's contract? Uh, I think he's got one more year after this one. One more year? All right. So then he can really pad the stats. Um, but I do think Christian McCaffrey, if uh, he ends up, you know, uh, reaching the potential that they are saying that he's going to reach, um, he can blow the stats out of the water and he will be the best uh, running back for the Panthers, especially with the system if they run it the way they're supposed to be, where it's dedicated to him and a playbook is made just specifically for him. Yeah. yeah okay. Well, listen, I'm going to agree with Perez. I personally think it's Stephen Davis, just remembering what it was like to watch Stephen Davis just dominate running that football. And the stats that he did put up, Perez made a good point. He's got, you know, half the touchdowns, uh, a third of the stats that D'Angelo Williams and Jonathan Stewart have. I think 
just based off of the small sample size that Stephen Davis had, I would call him the best Panthers running back that's ever been on the roster. But I'd like to give a quick shout-out to number 21 on the all-time rushing list for the Panthers, Mr. Jake DeLone with 260 yards. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you, know, you know, I like to say I agree with you guys, but I don't. Well, listen, I... listen. Hold on. I'm not finished. So in the whole Christian McCaffrey thing, I think that there's just too much unknown. I honestly do. You know, I, I don't want to give too much credit where it isn't deserved yet. Yeah, he's got a whole lot of potential, but we've also seen him through two regular season football games, and we haven't really, he hasn't broken one off at all yet. So, you know, there's a lot of unknown. So go ahead, Dustin. Well, I still currently have D'Angelo Williams as the best Carolina Panther running back in our history. And the reason I have him, yes, I, I get what you're saying with the yards, but a few times his if you times 2,000 by three, you get around 6,000. Now, you do guys have me on these touchdowns here, 20 touchdowns. And if you times that by three, it would put Stephen Davis in the 60 range, where you have D'Angelo Williams in the, at 46. But what you guys are not realizing is that Stephen Davis is not even in the top 10 of our receiving in the Carolina Panthers history. And D'Angelo Williams is number five. You're forgetting about how many yards he tacks on on the receiving end. And he has seven receiving touchdowns. Not to mention this man has 1,800-yard games where Stephen Davis only had seven. And he, D'Angelo Williams had 100-yard receiving game as well. Until Jonathan Stewart passes him, and, and the thing is, if Jonathan Stewart does pass him in yards, for me, he hasn't been the workhorse and got us as far as D'Angelo Williams has. And when D'Angelo Williams left, it kind of took a hit on our running game, mm-hmm. and I don't feel like Jonathan Stewart would have affected us as much as D'Angelo would have. Like, there, was no hit, there was no hit on our running game after D'Angelo left. I'm sorry, but we still continued our 100-yard streak until like the 14th game. Only because of, of Cam Newton. Only because of Cam Newton. Well, call it what you will. Exactly. D'Angelo, D'Angelo got to run the Wildcats. D'Angelo also got a lot of his rushing yards because we couldn't throw the damn ball for a long time. That's true. And, and another thing is, it's like it's the off the field things with D'Angelo. I just love what he did when he was here, as far as in the community, what he did for breast cancer. Yep. And well, the else. reason the NFL. That's a whole other story. Well, you know what? It tacks on for me because I'm a Panther fan and I'm a homer. Hey, man, and you, all these you, things add up, and and I think that's why I have D'Angelo Williams as the best. Panther running back of all time. All right, listen, man. You take you, and you're you, wrong. You come to that conclusion, however <laughs> you want to. I respect. I respect all those opinions because they have all been great for us. They are all top four or five running backs, no matter what rank you have them at. So shout out D. Will. I got your back. Listen, I, hey D. Will got married. Hey, shout got out married to Bianca Patuka for the best uh, name in the NFL ever. Absolutely. Sorry. And Nick Goings. <laughs> hey Nick Goings had like what five or six hundred yard games. Uh, yeah, he had 500-yard games. He's number nine on the all-time list. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. <laughs> that was one season. All right, so all right, so we got our answers there. Best running back in Panthers history. Now we're going to go on to Johnny's question, his hot take for the day. What you got for us, Johnny? All right, so as uh, we've discussed, we've been talking a lot about the Giants and how much they've been shit in the bed. Uh, so I'm going to pose the question. As we all know, the 2003 draft, the Chargers – actually drafted Eli Manning, and the Giants drafted Phillip Rivers, and then they made a trade. Uh, Now, 14 years later, 
God, can you believe it's been that long? <laughs> um, you know, you got Eli Manning. He played 201 consecutive games, which is third all time behind his brother and Brett Favre. Uh, he's actually about to pass his brother this year. Uh, his Brett Favre's got, what, 294 games? So I don't think he'll get to that point because I think he'll be out of New York before before he can get to that point because that's another, what, five seasons? Yeah. Um, so the question I'm asking is, do you think the Giants made the right or wrong decision by uh, making that trade? Now, the main thing that I want to look at is nowadays everybody is all about fantasy football stats. You look at yardage, you look at touchdowns, and you look at fantasy points. Um, what you don't look at is come from behind wins, fourth quarter comeback wins, stats that uh, don't show up on the fantasy tracker, I guess you could call it. So I got a couple of stats here for you. Since 1960, most fourth quarter comebacks, Eli is seventh on that list with 30 all-time fourth quarter comebacks. Phil Rivers has one. He is one and 22 in fourth quarter comebacks. One win, 22 losses. Uh, so then the other thing too is uh, playoff wins. You got uh, Eli Manning's eight and four, six sixty-seven. He's actually tied with John Elway for highest win percentage, only behind Tom Brady, Terry Bradshaw, Joe Montana, and Troy Aikman uh, since 1960. Phillip Rivers zero playoff appearances. So. Based off of that, yes, he's got, you know, I think Rivers is actually 12th all-time in touchdowns uh, and moving up the ladder on that. He's got a shit ton of yardage, also uh, up in the top 15 all-time in yardage. But when it's all said and done, he's proven that he cannot finish a game and he okay. can't be clutch. That's true. So with that information, what do you guys think? All right, P-Res. You know, I was super excited to get the, the first shot at this one. But I completely forgot what I was going to say because the New York Giants are so forgettable. <laughs> and I, literally, I literally got nothing. I have no idea what I was going to say. No, I'm just kidding. Um, first of all, Johnny, one of the things that stood out to me the most in this is when you brought up Philip Rivers come from behind wins. Dude, I feel so bad for Philip Rivers <laughs> because... His shit gets put in the hands of a field goal kicker so many different times. Yeah. <laughs> and his field goal kickers blow it for this guy yep. so often, man. Like, I feel so bad for this guy. Like, that's why football players do not like kickers because he gets them there. <laughs> and all they need is two or one or a three to tie. And the guy's with it all the time, man. Yep. Like, how can that happen? In my opinion. Phillip Rivers think, has also been on some really bad teams. Well, and you know what? He's done an amazing job with those really bad teams. So, I mean, he's got put in a bad position a lot, whether it be, like, injuries. Like, the guy can't catch a break out there. I think out of that class, I would go Philip Rivers, Ben Roethlisberger, Eli Manning. I think Eli Manning has been a product of his situation and most of his come-from-behind wins or Super Bowl victories. I made a comment on our uh, our text feed this week that Eli has always had something to back him out, whether it be – you know, David Tyree making a retarded catch, which David Tyree wasn't even a weapon, but they don't win that game without that miracle catch. So I'll give him that. But he's always had, like, flat, like making an amazing catch, like in what, the end zone, like, being a big target. Like, forget is how well, he got on, out, on. Eli, out Eli, that Eli, Eli reminds me of ball. Jake DeLoam in that Eli, Eli throws it to a region, and a lot of his receivers make plays for him. He's always he's had a good defense in those years that have an amazing pass rush. So he gets a lot of shots at it. He can't extend plays, man. The guy he he can't throw on the run. He he he's not very good at getting out of the pocket. And him and his brother 
are amazing late in their careers for just falling down anytime somebody breathes on their neck. Like <laughs> they are not trying to extend the play. They're trying to preserve their body. And I can't blame him for that because if it was me, I would do the exact same thing. Absolutely. Out there. Absolutely. But, but that's not what looks good. And I'm sorry, the guy can't extend the play. Any of the, 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 the quarterbacks that are excelling in this league right now know how to know how to extend the plays. The guy ain't cutting it. Uh, he's been exposed, and you know, rest in peace, Eli Manning, because your O line is going to end up getting injured. You're, you're talking about 36 year old quarterback who's already 14 years in the league and him being done now. But overall, the question is: Would you have kept? Philip Rivers instead of trading for Eli Manning. Not what is happening right now or what's happened even last year over the 14-year career since 2003 and being drafted. Would you have changed that and kept Philip Rivers? Yeah, absolutely not. No, I think I, I think I answered it clearly. I would take Philip Rivers all day long. Okay, all right, fair enough. Dustin, what about you? Um, did I overhear Johnny say that Philip Rivers didn't even make the playoffs? I don't think Johnny. Did you say that? No, I said he hasn't won in the playoffs. He hasn't won in the playoffs, really. Well, Bill well, okay. Rivers would be upset because he has four wins in the playoffs. Yeah, but he doesn't have two Super Bowls. That's you know, when it comes down to trophies, that's the only thing Eli has. But you know what? I love that you bring up fantasy football. <laughs> what do you What do you want? What are you supposed to be playing for? I love that, that you bring up fantasy football. And here's the thing about here's the thing. You talk about all these comeback wins. Well, that's because y'all were behind and losing. I don't want to hear about, oh, well, we came back. Well, you should have been ahead in the first place. That's number one. Number two is that when you did win a Super Bowl, it's because you had a good running game and, and you had pass rushers. It had nothing to do with Eli. It had everything to do with Tiki Barber or Brandon Jacobs or Maude Bradshaw. And, or, and it had that NASCAR front four, and that's a good defense. That's the reason why you won the Super Bowl. You won the All Super right. Bowl purely on defense in that whole game. So I don't want to hear about Eli Manning. All right. Now let's get to now let's get to real numbers here because I you want to bring up some numbers. <laughs> let's talk about numbers. Let's go by quarterback rating. Now you got Philip Rivers, and he has been over a hundred in quarterback rating six times in his career for the year. You know how many times Eli has been over a hundred in his passer rating? Zero, and he barely break ninety four times. When you look at their touchdowns, when you look at the yards, it's so similar. You're talking about not even it's nothing even to talk about. And you know the only reason that you have this Iron Man two hundred and nine games versus one hundred and eighty two games played by Philip Rivers is if you remember correctly, Philip Rivers went to a team with who Drew Brees, so he couldn't start right away. That's the only reason why he's played more games. <laughs> I don't understand why you would not want Phil Rivers on your team. And now you have Eli right now. Now you have no running game. It's all on his shoulders. You gave him all the weapons in the world for the last few years. And what has he done? He's wet the bed. And he hasn't came back. And he hasn't made the playoffs. And it's all on him. And he's not that good. He's like barely mediocre, according to even the passer rating that he can't even break a hundred. So, so, so um, what you're saying yeah, is, you would definitely want Philip Rivers all day, every day. Um, Philip Rivers never had a dominating defense. He did have LT and Antonio Gates for a little bit there, but that's about it. 
and he's just been tucking right along. All right, so give it give to, me Philip Rivers. <laughs> give it to him, Johnny. <laughs> no, I mean, everything he's saying is absolutely absurd. Uh, the Giants were in the playoffs last year. Uh, statistically, in the playoffs, Eli is one of the best quarterbacks to play in the game for everything. Uh, so, I mean, obviously you guys hate Eli Manning, which is fine. And if you'd rather a quarterback that has not won and has never won over a guy that's won two Super Bowls and two Super Bowl MVPs, which... Were you saying that it was not Eli? Wouldn't they just give Super Bowl MVPs to just anybody? They give it to the guy that the kicker, the punter. I don't understand. <laughs> so you're telling me that Eli had nothing to do with it, but he has two Super Bowl MVPs under his belt, but he doesn't have anything to do with winning them, and he sucks. <laughs> and he had nothing to do with it. So makes sense. That makes sense. The NFL they just hand out awards, they're participation trophies, I guess, not you know MVPs. They're just participation. Uh, I mean, it's well, the same difference. He's like a Jake DeLone. When we went to the Super Bowl, everyone was loved Jake DeLone. I'm like, Jake DeLone sucks. And it was because we had an awesome oh. defense, and we had and we had Stephen Davis, and we had Deshaun Foster. We had a great running game and a great defense. It wasn't because of Jake DeLone. Hey, yeah, we, I was hey, really we, angry when we gave him that, that extension and all these got DeLone shirts. Jake, I, I didn't have time to make this because I got cut off, but – I was going to actually make a, a large comparison from Eli to Jake because what Jake did was he threw it into a, a general area and Steve Smith would go up and make incredible Oh, yeah, catches. all day. That's exactly what Plaxico did. That's exactly what yep. OBJ does. He's, he, he's not throwing it in the bucket like these guys like Breeze and Phillip Rivers can. He's throwing it into an area, and his receivers are making plays. Yeah, okay. Well, that's fair. Y'all don't hate on Jake DeLome over here. He did take us to a Super Bowl, gentlemen. He did not take us there. He wrote our defense. Gentlemen, check this out. He definitely took us to a Super Bowl, because then two (laughs) years later, he took us to the NFC Championship with no no Stephen Davis, no no, Deshaun Foster, with Nick Goings. Yeah. Running game take us to the Super Bowl. Okay, all right, all right. We're we're off topic. Try not to throw an interception. I'm, I'm taking over here. I'm taking over here. All right. So my answer is it's all about championships, and I'm on your side here, Johnny. If you really want to talk about if you, traditional gunslingers, that's Philip Rivers, man. But it's all about winning championships. I don't care if you're a system quarterback, if you're an okay quarterback, if you're a fucking all star. It's all about championships. So, Perez, your question. You're up next, sir. Wait, wait, one more. Wait, can I just ask one question? What? If they would switch teams, if you switch these quarterbacks from the start of their careers, do you not think Philip Rivers would have done the same thing with the Giants, or you just no. think that would have never happened? I think no, he would have done more. That's my point of the comeback it's, behind wins. He's 1-22. in 22. You can't blame the kicker for 22 losses. I understand. So, you, so you're saying Eli would, have, Eli would have been that good for the Chargers then? Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! How can you be one and how? Wait a minute! How can you be one in twenty-two and come from behind wins? That's not even a stat, Johnny. Well, you do, in the situation. You just lose. <laughs> you, just lose. <laughs> you just lose. I know that's a bullshit stat, dude. Like it's like you shouldn't be. I like that stat. I like that stat, Johnny. Hey, that sounds like twenty-two losses to me. They had it on the game. I, I didn't make that stat up. They had it on the game that it was 22. Out of 23 time, situations where he could have come back, he only won one of them. I mean, come on, guys. We've seen Philip Rivers so many times ahead, and someone just kicked the ball and not make it or just make it, and it's still, it was never Philip Rivers. It's happened twice already this season in two games. It's ridiculous <laughs> how often it happens to this guy. All right. Either way, he's only got one win after being down in the fourth quarter in his entire career. So if that's what it is. You know, Dude, that anybody that's lost in their career has been down in the fourth quarter. 
Any loss ever means that you were down in the fourth quarter. That means any loss ever could be a come-from-behind win. All right, we're being redundant now. Perez, we're moving exactly. on. And You're- I'm just saying, if you put Philip Rivers with everything the Giants had, I think I think he could have done it. See, I guess that it really is a fellow's take over here. I can't even corral the crew here. <laughs> Perez. Well, this is what we've been – we're getting all the steam out, so our, our tech fee is going to be boring for the next week. All right. <laughs> Perez, ask your question. So – Carolina has a Super Bowl caliber defense this year. There's no question about it. I think number one. Pep has even gone on record as saying this is the best defense he's ever played with, which is a really big compliment considering, you know, he played with those guys back in the day. The original Cardiac Cat, which, D, I kind of took offense when you said they had to be behind to get a comeback because that's where our name comes from. I think it takes a lot of uh, moxie, if you will, to, to be able to keep your composure and come from behind. But with that said, Carolina has a Super Bowl caliber defense, no question. I think we got really uh, good special teams play, and our offensive line is not horrible. It's not what I would prefer, but it's not as bad as some other people have it. And guys, we got weapons on offense now. I'm tired of making, uh, you know, making excuses for Cam. So my question is, are we giving Cam a free pass for his kind of less than mediocre play because he's the biggest star that Charlotte has ever had? You know, I, I have an emotional attachment to him. Uh, he was our first MVP. But I think it's, uh, you know, time is time, so I'd like to get your take on it. Okay. So you can go first. I mean, the answer to your question is quite simple, Perez. The answer is yes, and he deserves it. Like, <laughs> we've been watching horrible quarterbacks all our life, and this man is the first one that actually could do anything ever. Um, then, so, at what, yeah. at what point do we hold him accountable and start saying? Well, it's not, I mean, first of all, it's week two. Second of all, he's been injured. He's not himself. He's not himself. We see it even when he went on the rushing pay, uh, the rushing play to the sweep to the right. You could just tell that he wasn't running right. He's holding on to the ball a little too long. He needs to get rid of that ball, check it down a little bit more. But that's just because he wasn't in the preseason so much. I, you know, with the one thing that really impressed me, I watched him slide a few times, and you haven't seen that much out of Cam. And you know, I don't want to see that out of Cam. Cam's deal is that he's a running quarterback. He he. That, that's what makes up for his, you know. If you want to keep him around, if you want, if you do not want to see Derek Anderson, he has to slide right now, and that he's trying to get back a hundred percent while playing because he's trying to be here for us. Yep. And and I like I I look at what he's done so far. You know, I'm really concerned about the overthrown receivers when there's no one around but that's because he's hurt that's because he only played one quarter all preseason these first two games are basically his first two preseason games and you know what i believe that buffalo defense was pretty legit i don't think it was that crappy like i don't i don't think that that was like a fluke that the bills were good at d did you did you see how bad he ever threw punches? Yep, yep, maybe yep. he was wide. I mean, he over, he, he over he could have had a he, touchdown. I'm sorry, yeah, he, but you know he, what? and he missed and he missed Christian McCaffrey on the simple pass for the touchdown as well. A lot, um, a lot of quarterbacks play hurt. D like he had time for Cam to take a, another step in the passing game, and I haven't seen it, and I'm getting worried. Yeah. Well, uh, until he's 100 percent healthy, I will give him a pass because we're asking him to do things that he's not normally doing. And he's not no, not necessarily a hundred percent. If Cam is a hundred percent healthy, he'd be the only guy on the field that's a hundred percent healthy. None of those guys are not playing with that injury, man. No, so, I mean if he wasn't 
as injured as he is. I mean, dude, we saw him get hit. He barely peeled himself off the field. I thought he was going to get up. Yeah, but you, you couldn't know? even tell how he got hurt, though. Like, it, it didn't exactly. even look that bad. All right, listen. I, I want the unbiased opinion of a Giants fan. What do you think about Cam Newton's performance thus far? Do you think Panther Nation has given him a pass? I think uh, here's the thing, man, and this goes back to people asking and questioning if there's too many preseason games, if they should have four preseason games, and the contact in you know uh, preseason and so forth. Uh, I think he's just rusty at this point. I think especially coming off of shoulder surgery and you know not being in the preseason, not playing at all. But then this also goes to my point with if you guys are going to make an excuse for Cam. You can make the same excuse for Eli with Beckham not being in for the whole preseason, Marshall just coming over to the team, learning the playbook. So if you're going to give your guy uh, a pass, then you got to be more open-minded to give another people pass. I, think I can't believe he turned that on us, Johnny. <laughs> he did. He did. He, he did. He turned it right on us. This is my yeah, question. This is Eli's question. I think that, uh, I think, I don't Give Odell Beckham Jr. to Cam Newton. When are you going to stop making excuses? Is next excuse going to be that Greg Olson's out for eight weeks and that's why he's not playing to the best of his ability? I mean, you can always make an excuse for anything that's going on. Yeah. Tombo, why don't you come in here, man? All right, so listen. This is my, my take on it. Football in the NFL as a whole, through the first two games of the season, has been hard to watch all the way around. I, I completely okay. agree. Now, it is. it feels real watered down to me, gentlemen. Real watered oh, down. Yeah. All the rules that have been put in place. And listen, I'm all, I am all. I get the whole player safety thing. But all the rules that have been put into place about practicing and how much you can practice and, you know, all these exceptions for veterans and all this stuff. All of it equates to bad football. And Cam Newton agree. is absolutely zero exception. Now, especially for the fact that you're coming off of a you throw with your shoulder surgery. (laughs) I mean, it is, it's your throwing shoulder. It's not your knee. That's why he's overthrowing guys. It's not your knee. It's not your ankle. It's not your head. It's your fucking shoulder. You got to throw the ball. He was also never the most accurate quarterback. Never, never. And and his, his MO throughout his six, seven years has been to overthrow people. That's, that's why thing. we draft really tall motherfuckers. Yeah, I agree. Listen, I, and I agree with that. And with all that said, as football being down as a whole, in my personal opinion, I believe that we are giving Cam Newton a pass, and I agree with Dustin. He deserves it for the simple fact that he is still the biggest, baddest mofo on the field at all times. Well, and you can't, you, you can't. How long is this leash? How long, how long hey, is the leash coming? I'll, I'll tell you how long it's leash. No, 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 no. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. We are a win-now team. That's what I'm trying to say by we are a win-now team. We have a Super Bowl-caliber team. Listen. How long is the leash? Jake DeLum took us to a Super Bowl, and how long was his leash? I'll tell you how long the leash is. It's very simple, gentlemen. You know, until you tell me who you're going to replace Cam Newton with, because, like, quarterback on just grow on trees, apparently. <laughs> then we can start talking about replacing him. But until you give me some plausible replacement, I'd love me some damn Cam no, Newton. Here, here, here's the deal between DeLome and Cam is that DeLome didn't have any expectations. We weren't supposed to be there, and it was glorious. And that's why it's like, we got Jake, we got Jake, we got Jake. No, man, hey, we deserve to be in that game. We have a strong defense. We have a good running game. We have weapons on offense. 
We need to be there. And if our quarterback prevents us from doing that, we have to start asking questions, hard questions. It's so harsh, yeah, Peter. I, do, I, do want to I think he helps that, us uh, and hurt more than he's hurting us. I appreciate you all saying this because uh, I fully agree with you. Quarterbacks do not grow on trees. So it's the same thing when you guys say, say that Eli Manning locked up and he should go. You tell no, me you said Eli is still a river. With, and then I'll replace him. I mean, we, I guess you could call Colin Kaepernick. Is that who you think that he's going to be better than Eli Manning? You know, you got what you got. Hey, you got Geno you Smith on your bench, bro. No, no, I'm just saying I would definitely replace Eli with Phillip Rivers, and that's all day. <laughs> and that was the question you asked up. Hey, I do just want to go on record as saying that if Cam comes out with a four-touchdown game, I'm going to be right back on the wagon this yeah. weekend and he's the greatest quarterback <laughs> who ever lived. My entire – not only not only my fantasy – I love you, Cam. Listen, not only my fantasy situation in two leagues rests on the shoulders of Cam Newton and Calvin Benjamin – but my girlfriend's fantasy football team that I drafted for her also rests on the shoulders of Cam. So for my home life. Really, is this Cam Newton's shoulder get healthier and healthier every week as the season goes, gets a little more chemistry. You know, I'm more worried about Curtis Samuel. Like, that's another wasted second-round pick. You know, that's the things I, I care about. I know that Cam will get his shit together. He's an MVP in this league before. And he's carried us to a 15-0 season, brah. So, like, <laughs> I'm really good with what Cam's doing right now and how he's just basically powering through this whole – being behind the eight ball this whole season, starting with this soldier, 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 shoulder surgery. <laughs> All right. Well, listen. Listen. You got – Right. <laughs> All right, guys. Good job. Shoulder soldier. Listen, we're good. we're moving on because we're running we're running slightly long here. But well done, everybody. Brought something to the table. You cut out on my workload a little bit. I appreciate you. Good questions on everybody's part. And now it's my turn again. It's time for everyone's favorite game. Pick one. Y'all ready for this, fellas? Okay. Yeah. All right, Johnny. It's been a while. Ready for everyone to be. Yeah. <laughs> All right. First pick one question of the day. Would you rather? Get sucked out in a poker game where you flopped a straight. You go all in. Your head's up with a guy that calls you and hits a straight flush on the river. The pot was for your entire life savings. And the guy that sucked you out was one of the fellas. (laughs) 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 And I know you're all poker players here. So, or, (laughs) or make out with your mom. <laughs> no, me personally. Listen, me person. No, your mom. Wait, your mom? No, your mom. Me personally, you know, I made no, out. We all choose Terry, dog. I, I've made out with all your moms, so I can vouch for them. They've all got skills, fellas. They've all got skills. All right, so you're getting sucked out, sucked out in a poker game to one of the fellas, or sucked out by your mom, or sucked out by your mom, and not just your, just your face, just your face. The fact that you even planted this in my brain is ridiculous. Oh, all right, Dustin. Wait, hold on. We got. All right, go ahead, Dustin. I mean, you know, the first premise of your question would just never really happen in my life because I would never put my whole life savings in all in on a straight, even no, if I lost it. No, you, <laughs> you just did. <laughs> I'm just telling you, you just did. But you know what? I'm, I, you know what? I'm not making out with my mom, dude. I'm going to give all my money to my brosif, and I'm going to be sleeping on his couch. <laughs> Johnny, what about you? Yeah, I think uh, I think making out with my mom would be pretty tough. 
I mean, you got beat by a straight flush. That has to be, that has to be worth something. <laughs> if you have a straight flush, you can take me out. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> Perez. I know you guys are going to think that I'm sick for this, but, uh... <laughs> Yeah, there's there's no way I'm making out my mom. Oh man, I was just hoping one of you would reach just to save your money. But <laughs> and uh, if I listen, if I had my choice of the litter, I would definitely take Judy Lansdowne out of. The, <laughs> by the way, <laughs> absolutely, Ms. no doubt. I, uh, love me, does hear that, well. Mama? They love you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, next big one question. <laughs> would you rather? Get stepped on by all five starting offensive linemen of the Carolina Panthers at the same time. <laughs> and they're all wearing their bad weather cleats. And those things are about an inch and a half to two inches, fellas. So that's going to hurt pretty bad. All five starting offensive linemen at the same time. You could be hospitalized. Or picture every trip you've ever taken in Bank of America Stadium where the Carolina Panthers play for you non-Panthers fans out there. It can right. get it can get a little sketchy in there sometimes. A lot of drunk dudes doing weird things in the bathrooms. Now you must <laughs> Taking shot. Yeah. Now you must go to one of these super diseased and bacteria filled men's rooms toilets and clean it with your tongue. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and this this also very much could also put you in the hospital, fellas. But in, well, see, this, a, this is not fair because this is kind of what D does on Friday night. <laughs> Go <laughs> lick toilets? Get stepped on in a men's room, licking my way out. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Johnny, Johnny, you're up first. You're up oh, first. Uh, I think I'm going to have to do that. You're going to take to get stepped on by the five starting offensive linemen yeah, for the Panthers. I mean, listen, man, I've taken shits in Bank of America Stadium. I know how nasty that can get. It's and, pretty uh, nasty. <laughs> it's pretty nasty. I've been, like, sitting on the ball, never mind licking it. Uh, yeah, no, I'm good. I'm going to I'm going to take it. Step I'm on. talking like inside the, not just the rim. I'm talking like you got to put your head like in the bowl. Like and I'm not yeah. I'm not talking the urinal. I'm talking the actual toilet. So like you gotta get your head in there. You gotta like you got it's gotta be sparkling, baby. Yeah, no, uh, five linemen all day. Yeah, O lineman for Johnny Perez. <laughs> oh, man, um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to. <laughs> at least I know that the O lineman can't like all step at me at the same place once. Do my nads have a chance? Yes. Um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going belly down, bro. <laughs> yeah, I would expect you to. Oh, it's already guess, happening over here. <laughs> I guess I didn't think about that. D puts a lot of thought into things that are two inches going inside of him. So. <laughs> Jesus, what? <laughs> what? Two inches? Be for yourself, yeah. bro. <laughs> He's not looking good. Oh, man. All I'm right. killing him today. <laughs> Dustin. Hey, dude, I'm getting stepped on, bro. I mean, I'm hoping I'm hoping that I'm, I just come out alive. I'm not licking no damn toilet. I'm just not. <laughs> All right. Fair I'm going to go belly down. I'm going you know to try to take, you know, you know try to take some to two places that won't hurt as much, but, you, you know, whatever, dude. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't even consider going face down. I just completely imagine going. When I wrote this, the worst. <laughs> when I wrote this, all I pictured was face down. 
I couldn't. <laughs> yeah, I was, I, I was just laying on my back, like having a good yeah, time. Yeah, no, you're trying to make this way harder face. on yourself, man. I feel like. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, not the face, bro. Yeah, like, but don't crush thinking, my internal organs here. <laughs> I, I was just thinking the two is exit only and nothing's going in there. All right, fair enough, fair enough. All right, last pick one question of the day, <laughs> you fellas. Guys, you guys like going face down. Nah, here you <laughs> dick. <laughs> All right, last pick one question of the day, fellas. Would you rather. And Johnny, this isn't going to hurt you as much as it does Perez and Dustin. So we'll switch. We'll make. We'll change things here a little bit. Would you rather be Matt Ryan or Dak Prescott's personal assistant, hand and foot? You're the guy. Whatever old Matty Ice or Dak needs, it's your burning desire to make it happen for him. Or <laughs> personal assistant. Or picture the most disgusting dumpster you've ever come across in your life. The stench, the mystery liquids oozing out. Now, you must sleep in it for one month. <laughs> how long do I have to be a personal assistant to Matty Ice? It's how you make your money. Oh, it's your career. It's your career. You're his personal assistant. Can I change Can I change Dak Prescott for Johnny to Tony Romo? I just feel like that's going to be yeah. worse for him. Yeah, all right. Tony Romo it is for Johnny then. <laughs> all right. I just feel like that's worse for yeah, him. Yeah, it's, it's seeped in way deeper than Dak has. <laughs> all right, and with that with that said, Johnny, what you doing? It changed my answer. Uh, I'm going to be sleeping in a fucking dumpster. I was in a frat house, so it wasn't far off from probably the most disgusting dumpster that you'd come across. And fuck Tony Romo. Dak Prescott, I would have been his assistant all day, but Tony Romo, fuck him. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Dustin, you're up. Good audible by me. Yeah. Kudos. I tried, guys. Yeah, solid audible, sir. <laughs> I was like, wait a second, wait a second. That's way too easy. That's a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you know what I'm doing, guys. I'm going fucking. I'm going rogue, man. I'm going fucking deep into the enemy territory. And every Sunday morning, with Maddie's eyes flaming gay smoothie, because I'm sure that's what he does. There's going to be a little <laughs> bit of laxative in there, and he's going to shit the bed on second down in the second quarter. No, every time I'm in you're, you're not supposed to like make his life worse. You're his personal assistant, man. You got to do it. No, 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 no. It will be, it will be like so, like, uh, like what's the what's the word I'm looking for? Passive aggressive. Like it will just be like bad things keep happening to Matt, but we have no way of explaining why. <laughs> but I'm the why, and I'll have a great job. Uh, have a really short career. Yeah, <laughs> real short career. All right. Yeah, I might not have to do it that long. Yeah, seriously, Perez. <laughs> Perez, what about you, man? Finish us. Finish us out. Oh man, I mean, it's a no-brainer for me because see, because you just love Maddie Ice. No, because I have two crazy boys and uh, a little Cuban that's off a rocker, and <laughs> if that that dumpster would bring me like peace and quiet. <laughs> <laughs> because there's no way that we're all fitting in there. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm going to go ahead and jump in there. I'm going to shut the door over the top of me. Um, and I'm going to take a little nap. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> you know? let, let the man have some peace and quiet, man. Let, yeah. Dude. Let hey, have some uh, peace and quiet. I just hope that, you know, somebody was late for work and only took a bite out of their McDonald's, you know, Egg McMuffin, and I get a little... <laughs> Get a little treat every now and then, and uh, maybe throw good, maybe throw away half a Gatorade or something like that. Be a little wasteful. <laughs> hey, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna be self sustainable. I'm gonna save some money. Yep. Um, <laughs> cheap rent. Cheap rent. Bro. Slash no rent. <laughs> no rent. Um, You'll probably find find a lot of Matt Ryan game jerseys in there too. Yep. If you're in Charlotte, hey, you might. I can do what I want. Um, <laughs> going dumpster diving all day long. <laughs> Oh, man. I, fellas, I love it. That's it. The fellas' takeover is complete. You know, this may have been the first time for this experiment, but I have a sneaking hunch that this may not be the last time the fellas run the show. Well done, gentlemen. It's a wrap. Good job, guys. Uh, we appreciate anyone out there tuning into our sports nonsense. You know, we're doing our best. We're trying. We're going to get way more consistent about dropping these episodes on y'all. It's all about working out a schedule. So follow, like, and share all the episodes that you run across with all your sports friend fans and family so we can spread the fellas love over here come on y'all hook the fellas up a little bit our success is based on the listeners so help the fellas out remember you can find us on itunes and soundcloud by simply linking in through our t-bosh and the fellas facebook page p reezy thanks as always for coming on sir holla guys this was fun look forward to doing it again absolutely we're knocking out episode 16 soon hot tub There are several people looking forward to your last-minute Sunday morning fantasy inputs on Facebook Live. Dude, I love doing them. I love doing them. Um, You know, I get more excited every week when I I make the right calls more than how my team does. I've been making good calls, only like one or two wrong every week. Everyone should tune in. All right, yeah, keep it up, sir. Check it out. At T-Bosh and the Fellas on Facebook. And the ginger sensation, Johnny Taberzi, the original fella. I've missed your laugh, sir. It's good to have you back. Stop avoiding us and make sure you're on the next episode, would you? Hey, it's good to be back, and I will. We'll try. We'll definitely make it happen. So, uh, I I gotta go uh, bowl my ass off right now. I'm after 198. So I gotta take it home. All right, we, we got you done right in time, sir. Hey, good luck, sir. Bowl that 300. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm Thomas Bosch, host and creator of T Bosch and the Fellas, talking life and sports, telling everyone out there, let's go, Panthers. Let's go, Panthers. And damn it, god damn it, everyone out there, just be nice to each other. Catch us on episode 16, y'all. 